Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for another Social Sports Pad Podcast. I am your host, Ricky. Alongside me, as always, is Ben and the Cobra. Oh, let's go! All right, hey. now with us today is Alex. And uh, we also have a Jamie. Uh, he will be uh, here shortly. Uh, but basically, we are here. It is the last week of the preseason. We are getting ready for go time, gentlemen. Uh, Enough of this week, football. We want real football. Football. All right. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, so uh, college uh, starts, uh, I think, this week. Uh, so we got there, the... Yes, they are in week zero uh, next week. All right. You know, basically, we are back, ladies and gentlemen. It's the best time of year. I mean, it feels there... so good to be back, Ricky. It feels it's so good. So good. So hmm. good. Welcome so... back, Jamie. Welcome back, Ben. Welcome back, Jamie. All right. So, uh, basically, this is what our goals are for uh, this uh, this episode of the podcast. We're going to go through and kind of our observations of week one and two of the preseason, what uh, teams or players are kind of impressing us that are making their big push that you might want to get to know uh, in terms of fantasy or in reality with these teams. And then we're going to kind of address five fan bases that maybe you should be in panic mode or in January worry about playing golf instead of playing some football. And then finally we're going to do what uh, you know we did last uh, last week and round it out with our evolving bottom five uh, teams in the NFL uh, which will be our tankmen who are going for that coveted number one draft pick uh so uh, rev up them tanks boys let's go all right uh i mean I'll, oh i'll use uh, i was, was gonna say cobra are you gonna say uh tank country let's ride tank country let's ride <laughs> all right so uh basically what we will do is uh i'll kind of go around uh we'll go with uh cobra first then we'll go with ben Jamie and Alex, and basically give me a couple of teams that, a couple teams or players that you feel really uh, everybody should be keeping their eye on as we get ready for week one. All right, so Cobra, take it away. See what what do you got? Well, I definitely will say that uh, I will tell you, don't sleep on the Washington Commanders. Uh, After what they did with the Ravens, I would say don't sleep on them. Uh, Seattle, you know, Seattle is saying what I said they would do, uh, and showing, showing up Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, uh, Vegas is surprising me a little bit. They're two and zero right now in the preseason. Uh, I, as far as players, I haven't really paid attention to the players. So I'm just going on team by team. You know, okay. you know, fair enough, you know, fair enough. It's, uh, yeah, that, you know, Jacksonville, Jacksonville is two and zero. Yeah, so they're doing something right. Uh, I mean, but I'll cut you off there, man. Um, you know, the preseason records don't really mean anything. Well, of course. Uh, ask, ask the, uh, the 08 Detroit Lions. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah they went 4 0. Yeah, they were 4 0, and then they went 0 16. So, uh, I mean, uh, for preseason me. Preseason means nothing. 
not really. Preseason kind of gives you a way to break out the kinks. Um, I mean, and that's definitely what a lot of, of these teams are doing. So I hate to say it, Ricky, you might not want to mark me off as like knowing, knowing what would be my top five on this one. Uh, just because I'm kind of as in I'm I'm in the dark, you know, as far as like players are concerned. But uh, you know, and that's not just uh, that is my fault for not be, doing my due diligence. But it's well, just like you know, it's don't, preseason. You know, don't you know, knock yourself. I mean, you know, seriously, we're in preseason four. Uh, yeah. yes, so, um, uh, however, I will I will say at the end segment, uh, I will definitely tell you uh, as you, where we get closer. Yeah. Okay, but you're good, man. You're good. Uh, so. Um, as I said, we'll go to Ben. Ben, is there anybody that really kind of stands out for you? Um, or like, you know, like I said, any teams that to, you know, that we've been going to sleep on that we really shouldn't be sleeping on. All right. So, (coughs) sorry, I'm just getting over a cold. Well, yeah, that summer flu suck, man. Yeah. Especially Um, with all that, uh, air conditioning. So mm-hmm. there's some players I definitely feel like that need to be we need to look out for. I think Justin Fields, if all goes well, I think he's going to have a breakout year. Um, another player I think is going to have another good season. He had a good season last year with nobody hardly to throw to him. Garrett Wilson. Um, he now has Aaron Rodgers. The morale in that locker room is high. Um, let's see, I, I would also say. As I said last year, when the Commanders drafted Sam Howell, I, I said from the jump, he's our guy. I said it. Everybody laughed at me. People laughed at me. So, oh, yeah, okay, uh-huh. Bro, he's shown it in the preseason. Yes, it's only preseason. He showed it against the Cowboys. He has poise. He doesn't look like he's phased. He makes a mistake. He comes right back and throws a dart. Like, he's To be fair. Himself. Ben, the negativity on Sam Howell was mainly based on track record with Washington's history of quarterbacks and drafting them. I mean, if you want to put it like that, yes. But also his draft stock dropped because the team didn't do good last year. For, for, well, not last year, for the year before. North Carolina didn't do good when he last played his last season with him. And the coach done admitted that it was his fault. It wasn't Sam Howell. It was the coach's fault. He already came out and said it. Um, so I, I think... I think that team in general is much improved with just Sam Howell underneath the center. And Jake Fromm from State Farm, he looks like he could be a legitimate number two number two guy. I mean, he looks like he knows what he's doing. And Brissett looks like he's on his way out to losing his job. Jake Fromm did look good with New York, uh, with the Giants. So I, that's what I do agree with him possibly being a good number two. Yeah. Um, and my fourth one would be, and this, this is not necessarily are they going to do good or bad. I would just pay attention to Russell Wilson and the Denver Broncos in general. What team are we getting? True, true. And let's see who else will be my fifth. My fifth, I would say Jordan Love. Let's see what he's going to do this year. Look out for him. Maybe he'll do good. If not, they're going to have a rough year. All right, you know, good job, Ben. Uh, so we're gonna go to Jamie. Uh, Jamie, uh, who do you got? If you got anybody different, or you want to add to anybody else's, um, you know, picks. 
Bill Freeman. He was then about uh, Garrett Wilson. I think the Aaron Rodgers effect is just going to make him better. Um, another obvious one I think is going to be uh, catapulted to a, uh, a notable name by the by the time that this thing's said and done will be uh, Bijan Robinson. Atlanta is just building their offense around running the rock, and he's going to be getting a lot of exposure if he can maintain healthy. He's yeah. definitely going to be a stud at the end of this thing. Uh, but the just other like three Brian people Robinson. that I wanted to talk – go ahead. Just like Brian Robinson last year, he's just going to do even more this year. I mean, the man already um, has a mustard company. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, when you, when your name is like Dijon, but Bijan, then you, you know you're slippery. But uh, a couple other guys that I was thinking of, uh, one guy I really hate to admit it as a Commander fan, uh, Darren Waller. Being added to that New York Giant team with Daniel Jones looking to be on the upswing, I don't think he's worth the money that he got paid for, but he's definitely on the on the upswing. Them getting back Saquon Barkley is huge for the team, and having Waller out there when they really don't have a wide receiver option is going to have a year if he can stay healthy. Um, so that's somebody on the tight end front that you might want to look at uh, for your fantasy drafts that could rival the – uh, Dallas Goddard's of the world. Chris Olave is another one that I got going I would, on. I wouldn't be surprised if Bates from Commanders uh, had a breakout season. Uh, I think, uh, if I may add uh, to your tight end on there, Jamie, I think uh, it's you know one to sleep on might be uh, not well not sleep on would be Dalton Kincaid. Yeah, I, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll discuss that later. We'll, right, I was going to say, we'll discuss fantasy. Uh, you know, and, uh, yeah. you know, probably that'll be our next podcast is just, you know, covering, you know, fantasy, you know, fantasy guys to watch, um, you know, as the roster shape out and everything. Yep. Um, but yeah, like, uh, I mean, uh, Darren, Darren Waller, um, you know, he was, you know, good with the Raiders, you know, uh, definitely a good pick. Um who else you got? Yeah, I got two more. Uh, I think second year into the uh, league, uh, Chris Olave, he's finally got himself a legit quarterback to throw to him. And I think he is going to be – hello. <laughs> Someone knocking on the door. But uh, uh, I think he's oh, definitely speaking. going to be uh, a pivotal point uh, throughout the season. He's going to be the reason why the Saints are staying in games. Uh, I think because I've seen reports early that uh, Derek Carr and uh, Olave have seen and what, what they call an unnatural connection. And then the yes, final guy that I want to bring up is usually – I usually don't like talking about rookies, but from what I saw throughout the preseason with Zay Flowers from Baltimore, that kid is explosive. He has game-changing speed. And when you finally get him on the field with Lamar, with J.K. Dobbins, with Odell, with um, Bateman, him sitting in the slot and uh, Andrews in, being right there next to him, they can only cover so many people. And I think he's going to be the one that slips away and has probably the best rookie uh, Is wide receiver. Is he going to be the next Deshaun Jackson type? I, I even compare him to Deshaun Jackson because Deshaun Jackson is a one-hit wonder. He he relies on his speed to just burn people, 
Zay Flowers has route running ability that keeps so something up more like a DJ Moore. I, yes, I would say a slightly faster DJ Moore. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Uh, let's see who's next. Uh, Alex. Alex. All right, Alex. Who do you got? So I'm going to keep the theme kind of commanders because I saw a lot of great stuff coming out of the offense and defense. I'm going to agree with the two other guys that said Sam Howell is a big threat. Came out of UNC with speed, pocket presence, struggled at the end of the year last year, not getting a start because of the quarterback shamble we had. But he has shown a lot of improvement last night against Baltimore. He kind of, or Monday, he kind of was iffy on some plays, but came out when it mattered most. Number two, I'm going to go with Manuel Forbes. He had a star-studded goal line stop with Montez Sway against Cleveland Week 1 that helped us hold on to win that game by a close margin. He was kind of my underrated pick for the Commanders with Christian Gonzalez sitting there in front of us. We didn't get him, but I think with his, his speed and his size, he'll be a dominant cornerback threat. So no. I'll add on to that. Yeah, I, I agree. I do think that he's going to do really good. That's why I'm concerned with his size. And so far, he hasn't shown that his size is an issue. So, I mean, you, uh, he could be pretty good this year. So, yeah, I agree. To, uh, to me, I will add to you guys as well. To me, last year, I noticed that the Commanders had a very interesting front four on, on their defensive line. That really That really impressed me the most. As you know, watching it yeah. with my my fiance, uh, who is a Washington fan, so but just but just watching that front four, you know they they were good. Deron Payne, Montez Sweat, like two of those four yeah, guys Chase are great. Young. Chase Young, it's, 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 Chase Young is actually uh, actually on the field, you know, because he was hurt. <coughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Go ahead, Alex. Sorry. I apologize. Oh, it's all good. Um. So my number three, I with Jared Patterson. I think he was very underrated with the running back court last year. Obviously, under some very powerful running backs, Antonio Gibson and Brian Robinson. Being the third, like the third down, fourth down back, his touchdown, I guess the Ravens to put us in a lead to keep the momentum going on the sideline, breaking a tackle, and then just marching down that sideline, tiptoeing in the end zone. I see great things out of him. I was kind of iffy with him out of Buffalo. Not really know who he was, but tape. I saw great things out of him. I think he'll be a star-studded running back. If for some reason we lose Brian Robinson to injury, or Gibson gets a little hurt because he's kind of iffy on the field with injuries, but he's still a ground-and-pound running back, I think he would be great as well. Um, I think my number four will be probably Bryce Young. The Panthers have struggled a lot in the preseason. It's the Panthers. They always do this. But I think with the receiving core he has with you know, DJ Moore and Adam Thielen and the running back hole they have, I think Bryson can improve. And this need to tweak the O-line a little bit. I think he'll be a good player. He's kind of being overwhelmed in the pocket because they're playing teams that have solid front sevens and solid front fours that can penetrate the O-line pretty easily and get to him. I think he's just not ready in that pocket yet and cooperated enough. Alex, I, I got to ask this question. Uh, talk about Bryce Young. Do you think he's going to have a similar type of season like Josh Allen had in his rookie year? I don't think he will have that high caliber rookie season because Josh, Josh Allen never a good rookie season though. No, he didn't. Yeah, but Josh Allen was, was plugged in. 
he was plugged into a very powerful offense and a very powerful Joe, receiving uh, core. His, his top – his, not, uh, no, his top – We'll His top receiver later, was right. Kelvin Benjamin that year. So uh, we'll, we'll keep going. Yeah, uh, but Alex, yeah, sorry about that. I had to interrupt. Had to ask that question. Are you yeah, good, kind good. of comparison, yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and my final one, my number five, I think it lies on a toe team. I saw great things out of the Dolphins team in general. Tua was playing decent. The cubicle was on fire. The defense was punishing the offense in the last preseason game against I think the Texans. I watched most of that game, and I saw great stuff from the Dolphins' defense. I think we're sleeping on them in the AFC East. They're kind of under contenders to win the division, and they could break out and surprise all of us this year with a pretty decent record that could sweep them into the playoffs if Tua can stay healthy and that O-line can stop him from dying. <laughs> something something you said about the Dolphins last week, Ricky. Yeah, uh, def- uh, definitely. Uh, the Dolphins... The Dolphins, to me, right now, are the team to beat in the division. Uh, I mean, yeah, the Bills have won it uh, three years in a row, but, you know, Miami's improved. Uh, the Jets have improved. Uh, the Patriots are still the Patriots. Um, but, you know, uh, you know, the AFC East is pretty much just going to pop each other in the mouth, and that's uh, that's what's going to happen this year. Um, but, you know... I'll, you guys, you know, definitely all good, you know, all good points. Um, you know, definitely, uh, I agree, uh, with, uh, Chris Olave being, uh, the player in New Orleans to watch. He's definitely the New Orleans player that I am looking at, uh, and, you know, really closely, uh, because, you know, w- because of the addition of Derek Carr. Um, I mean, he's had, uh, Andy Dalton and, uh, Jameis Winston, Jameis Winston throw into him, uh, the past couple of years. Uh, now he's got a quarterback who, yeah, uh, can, can Peter off a little bit. Um, but, uh, guys that I'm really looking at this year, I'm looking to see if their next step is going to happen. And I'm not talking about, you know, like, hey, you know, they're going to go into, like, a playable level. I'm looking to see if they can climb into a upper tier, even elite status. And one of those is Trevor Lawrence. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, his offense... You know, he, you know, Calvin really improved that, you know, that was almost an unnecessary ad because of how his offense uh, performed at the end of last season. But now that just adds that other element. Uh, Baltimore. I, I agree. I agree. You know, I think the Calvin Ridley huge. contract was a, was a uh, cancer dump, if that makes sense, by Atlanta. Well, hey, you know, last yeah. year I was a huge Trevor Lawrence uh, like yes, supporter. Yes, yes, you were Trevor yeah, Lawrence. I, I completely, 100% agree. He was going to be one of my picks. He's my dark horse pick, but he's going to definitely do really good. Uh, so, yeah, uh, so we got Trevor Lawrence. Uh, you know, um, I'm looking at Justin Fields. Uh, see if he takes that next step. Um, and alongside that, D, you know, DJ Moore uh, will. The change to Chicago 
be a benefit God. for both of those guys. You know, and there was I, a meme that was out there for uh, Justin Fields that he had like a perfect QBR rating, still got booed by Chicago. Yeah, now here's I, the big question for Chicago. Well, you know, the stats and ratings don't count. Yeah, it's all about the dubs, baby. Oh yeah. Well, the big issue for Chicago right now is: are they going to be able to overcome the distraction of the controversy of their stadium? Because that's right all the McCaskies. That's, that's that's the McCaskies. That's not on the field. All right. I mean, you know, the yeah, drama, the, the drama, the drama in the back office is just going to be drama in the back office. You play the game to win, and you, you know, know, and the ownership, like, hey, you know, that'll. You to know, be fair, Ben, be... you know all about drama in the back office. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, but still, but anyway, and yeah, final but, player, Ricky. Oh, I mean, I got a couple more. Oh, no. you know, uh, I mean, uh, you know, teams, uh, you know, to uh, look out for it. You know, Let's see if Lamar Jackson can actually live up to the money that he wanted to make this offseason. You know, there was definitely that uh, drama there. He now has a legit receiving squad. Uh, Like, my goodness, thank you, Baltimore, for actually building around the quarterback. It's about time. Yeah, and and we have that. Uh, And finally, I am... I'm gonna look at. Um, I was gonna. I was wanting to put a defense on there, but I want to look at San Francisco. I want to look at what happens with San Francisco this year. Uh, uh, I mean, you know, with Brock Purdy, does he take that next level where? Teams now are able uh, have looked at tape. Teams are now able to see what he can do. See if he can come back from that injury. See what happens. Like I really, want I can him. also add to you on this as well if you want me to. Yeah, so uh, I think also with Brock Purdy, this might have Skester really, really look at the seventh round picks as well to really properly evaluate them too. See if they can find hidden gems. Like Brock Purdy. Okay, you know, finding a hidden gem in the seventh round that happens once every few years. I mean, look at Brady. Look at, uh, yeah, Brady. You know, Brock Purdy's another one like that. You know, I mean, a team that has good scouting can make championships happen. I, I mean, look at, look at what Seattle was able to do uh, with, you know, with the Legion of Boom. You know, like they could not have done that. Uh, I mean, when Russell Wilson came to Seattle, it was like, oh yeah, they yeah, you know they six rounder too. Uh, he was a fifth, I believe, and like it was him and Matt Flynn. You know, they paid Matt Flynn bunch of fucking money, and like and Russell Wilson and Russell him. Wilson beat him handedly and became, uh, well, you know, became Chef Boyardee. All right, but so uh, basically, enough of those you know goods to watch. Now, I need a I need to invest in a panic button. All right, because try you try that you know like you know that was about as good as a um well I was gonna say a Cleveland massage parlor, but you know hey no that sounded more like a huge play call. But now, so um, basically, what we want to go ahead with this is uh, let's 
we'll we'll cut it from five. We'll, we'll cut you know give because we have five of us here. Uh, give me two teams and one player that should <laughs> be in panic mode right now. I'm gonna do the same. Let's just, just do one team and one player. That way we all give like five different. Hey, that works. You know, I, I mean, and if you want to jump on, like, you know, hey, you know, this is, you know, we, uh, I like that one. <laughs> so, Cobra, give me one team, one player. Who should panic? Easy answer uh, for me. It's Indianapolis Colts and Anthony Richardson. Ooh, like, okay. seriously, seriously. Uh, Anthony Richard is, Anthony Richardson's just absolutely stinking up Lucas Oil Stadium. Seriously. Uh like this this is why this is this is why sometimes you you know those pr- fancy project quarterbacks either become either Lamar Jackson and jo- there's two calibers there's Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen and Jamarcus Russell and Deshaun Kaiser and Anthony Richardson is falling under the latter category you know seriously Jim Mercy done too much cocaine and too much buying the guitar Hold the brakes but you know uh you know, bump the brakes a little bit, but you know, I, I, the guy hasn't even started one NFL game, so you know, just you know, maybe a little bit too soon, but okay, you know, Indianapolis Colts panic. All right, Ben, who do you got? Uh, who is in panic mode? Um, so what are we considering panic mode? Uh, like deep concern, like concerns. Yeah, basically, who um who should uh, basically. Worry about golf. Uh, worry about their handicap in July right. or in January, not so, in the championship ranks. I'm gonna have to agree. Um, this is, I'm gonna have to agree. This is not the player, this is related to the team, too. But I'm gonna have a different player as well. Um, so I would, I'm agreeing with the Colts. I'm not agreeing with the reasoning for Anthony Richardson, although I do feel like he's a must. Um, the Colts are in trouble right now. Yep. Yep. <laughs> um, Jonathan Taylor what's out, and they fucked themselves so hard that they're losing their best running back, and now they don't have a running back to build around Anthony Richardson, which is now going to hinder Anthony Richardson even more. So Colts are in panic mode, yeah. and Kyler Murray is also in panic mode. Is he going to keep his job in Arizona, or is he looking for a new place next year? Nice. I like that. I like that. Right. With, with the Colts, it all started with with how they treated the owner. Andrew Luck. Seriously. Was it the owner Jim Ursay or some? I don't know. Whoever it was Ursay. It was the combination of Ursay and Grigson that they ruined Andrew Luck's career. About running backs. Oh, that was that was Ursay. That was Ursay. Yeah, he made a comment about running backs, and then Jonathan yeah. Taylor was like, "Oh, well, I won't go on. I'm going out." Bye. Right. And then he apparently, apparently Ursay was more focused on Shamu than he was focused on Jonathan. Taylor. Apparently, he's still attending practice and he's attending uh, the, uh, the trainings and stuff but he's in the meetings he's like wearing a hoodie and sunglasses yeah that uh, sounds yeah sounds like uh, a disgruntled employee who is on his way out all right uh, Jamie who you got uh, in panic mode oh, I'm gonna... um, we, we kind of slightly touched on it earlier I'm gonna choose one team and then a to- totally different uh, head coach but the team that I think that could potentially become in panic mode is going to be Chicago Bears. Because if this really? experience with Justin Fields being paired up with DJ Moore, 
hurt. Oh my goodness. You are going to see fans erupting into the city, acting like their favorite politician lost the election, just destroying buildings. They've gone through decades of not having a good quarterback, kind of like the commanders have. And just when they thought they found their saving grace, it doesn't work out and they are just going to erupt. So it so looks like we're going to see about a few thousand Bill Swartzky super fans raiding Soldier Field looking for uh, the McCaskies. Gotcha. They can always trade for Trey Lance. If, if, <laughs> they, they could, but given the scenario, the offensive line is still terrible. Justin Fields is going to be running around for his life. He had Darnell Mooney last year who couldn't get off of a receiver. <laughs> you got DJ Moore who hopefully stays healthy. He doesn't have a good track record of staying healthy. It, I just fear that it might become more of the same and they're going to lose their patience. But as far as the person who I think should be in panic mode, the, the all great <laughs> Bill Belichick. Uh, if, I would, do I not, if the Patriots do not get this year figured out with, <laughs> with uh, their quarterback situation and getting the offense uh, going again, higher or he's going to lose his job. I, I, I definitely agree with that, uh, but I but I think that Belichick won't give Robert Kraft the time of day to give him the pleasure of firing him. I think he'll tell you, uh, thank you, fuck you, bye. Um, Gee whiz, Cobra. Sheesh, you're talking about Bill, Belichick like that. You seriously back up, man. It's rubbing against my leg. I speak for us Bills fans. We want him gone. <laughs> Fair. Because um, but... jo- Josh McDaniels is going to uh, get that job. Because fuck you, Mark Davis. Uh, okay. No Patriots assistance coach or anybody underneath Belichick has ever succeeded. Facts. The closest one is Bill O'Brien. That's the closest one. Yeah, and look where he did that. Uh, Back at so, Belichick. So, Alex, uh, who's in panic mode here? I'm going to piggyback off what Jamie said. I think the team needs to be the Buccaneers, and Todd Bowles needs to panic. That dude took a 13-win team to Super Bowls to an awful 8-9 team that has been decimated with Brady's retirement, an awful quarterback room with Baker Mayfield and Kyle Trask. And I don't know what's going to happen with Mike Evans or Goodwin. They're both injury-prone. They both have underdeveloped and just become bad over the past two years. The fact that he still kept his job the last year is incredible how they didn't kick him out the door because Todd Bowles is another successor of Belichick that cannot get his feet on the ground and become a good head coach. And the Bucks are in shambles right now, and they're going to continue until they get rid of Todd Bowles. The only reason why Todd Bowles kept his job was Tom Brady. That's it. Not gonna lie, I'm gonna say that Tom Brady was is the reason why Tampa Bay is the way it is. Yes. All right. And and and, and, and basically the reason why I'm saying that. All right. You knew. All right, uh, owner of the Bucks, whoever the fuck you are. All right, you knew Brady only had a couple of years left. All right. You know how Brady is. All right. Brady is this was the same way in Tampa Bay that he was in New England. All right. No, no backup was getting any opportunity with the ones. All right. I mean, yeah, winners want the ball in their hands, but there is a right. comparison to that. It is Martin Brodor syndrome. 
But yes. no, um, I mean, I'm just, yes. yeah, I mean, you, you, yeah, you best talk about, but, but still, all right, you want to win, all right, you want to have something for the next chapter, all right, and Tampa Bay doesn't have anything going on with it, um, so, yeah, they didn't you know, I anybody. mean, like, uh, do I put the Buccaneers in panic mode? Not really. Um, team... So, player who I feel needs to be in panic mode right now, Jimmy Garoppolo. Yes. Of the Raiders. I mean, like, first and foremost, you need your star running back. You need all your stars around you. I mean, yeah, you know, you know, Devontae Adams is Devontae Adams, you know, the premier wide receiver in the league. Josh All Jacobs, right. best running back in, in the AFC. But, but Josh Jacobs, okay, from the season that he had, all right, and for the drama that has transpired with running backs all over the league, like, you know, the memo is, you know, hey, you ain't getting paid. You know, and honestly, you're not getting paid. All right. This is, this is a pass-happy league right now. Yeah, the you know, contract is gone. That's the best way to compare it. It's, you know, that's the best comparison I can give is the Le'Veon Bell type contract is no more. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, and you know, you can't do that Le'Veon Bell shit either. No, because right. the value, the value, uh, fell fell out like like a like a paper bucket. That's it. I was gonna say no. You can't really hold out because there's going to be like five motherfuckers that are going to, you know, be able to take their job. James Conner. I was going to say, look at Philly. Philly spent for five guys Mm -hmm. what Carolina spent for their throwaway. Yeah. All right. But uh, the team that I definitely feel should be in panic mode right now probably is not a surprise, but the Houston Texans. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to say this and I'm going to say this, you know, till I'm blue in the face until he proves me wrong. But CJ Stroud is not an NFL quarterback. Is he a USFL quarterback? I don't know, but basically the look in his eyes, he does not have that killer edge. So he's Paxton Lynch. I, I wouldn't even go that far. Speaking yeah, of he, people, but no. Uh, Always visit our affiliate link for Bulletproof Coffee. That's get right, Bulletproof energy. Coffee. Get some energy up in you, and we're get some nutrients and supplements because some of these people are going to need it after this season. Yep, get that edge on. But right. yeah, so and I like you know I like everybody you want to have yeah. I, you know, Colts definitely, it definitely gives them kind of like, you know, hey, you're kind of on the bottom. Um, but, you know, uh, speaking of the bottom, let's go ahead. And I'm going to go with everybody. And I want you guys, you know, to start from the bottom to, you know, so from five to one, <laughs> I want your tank men. It's tank time, baby. Rev up them tanks, boys. It's time to invade the draft. All right. All so, right. 
So, you know, basically, Cobra, I want you to give me five through one. All right. Number five. Carolina. Okay. Carolina. Carolina. Number four. Denver. Okay. Three. Three. Uh, Browns. Ooh, that's 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 odd. You know, it's that offense, yeah. and that you know, and that so, defense. Something is, is going to happen. <laughs> okay. It's the Browns. I mean, okay, the Browns are going to Browns. Yep. All right, uh, number two. This is going to shock you, Houston, <clears throat> because my number one is the Colts. I mean, I was gonna say, you know, it was either them. Uh, yeah, uh, number three was either Browns or Broncos. I, was, I, I think Browns are gonna be worse than the Broncos. Okay. And the Pan, and the Panthers. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I got Denver. All right, but uh, but still, yeah, uh, Panthers. Uh, basically, they're it, with the Panthers. My reasoning is, uh, they're uh, they're in the similar situation that Josh Allen was as far as their quarterback, and they're in a rebuilding year. Okay. I was going to say, you know, just give me the one. Uh, so, Ben, you are going to give me your five, right. but only give me one team to kind of comment on, you know, not Carolina. Yeah. Okay. No. So, Ben, number no. five. Number five, panic. No, 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 not panic. This is oh, tank. Panic. This is your tank. That's what I meant. Top five draft. Um. Patriots, number five. Just because I don't trust uh, the quarterback. I was gonna say, wait, uh, wait till the end uh, to defend one of them. Number four. Uh, Number four. I'm gonna have to say Broncos. Okay. Number three. Number three, we're going to go with the Colts. Okay. Number two. Number two. I don't know. Should I? Try to remember who I picked to win the division. <laughs> They're like, yeah, the difference between first and worst is like that little. Yeah, we we definitely yeah. changed from last week. Yep. I can't remember what I said about the Rams. Uh, did I even mention the Rams last week? Did you even mention the Rams last week? Let me see the notes. You did not have them on your list last week. Do you want to add them this week? Yeah, they're number two. All right. And one. Texans. Obvious. All right. I was going to say, who is your top of the bottoms? (laughs) 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 Jamie, give me your... Oh, wait, wait. I forgot. I was skipping ahead again. I'm in preseason form, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, So, Ben, uh, go ahead and give me... Actually, give me why the Patriots are in your bottom five. Patriots are in my bottom five first... They haven't been the same team since Tom Brady left, and you start to begin to wonder, was it Belichick or was it Brady? And so far, Belichick hasn't showed me anything, and neither has the quarterback. So One playoff appearance in four years after Brady? Yeah. Yeah, so something's got to give. And I think Belichick is done, and the Patriots are done this year. Okay. This is our DB. All right. All right. So, Jamie. Jamie. 
Jamie's gone. Oh no, Jamie's gone. Hopefully, he comes back. Alex, Alex, who are your top five uh, teams to to tank? Who are your tops or the bottoms? So my number five. five to one. Five I'm the one. Number five. I'm gonna go with Ben. Go with the Patriots. It's just Mac Jones. He hasn't proved okay. Jack squat. We'll, we'll, we'll defend. Well, actually, yeah. Well, without, uh, without Jamie here, we can defend. Well, Jamie's back. Jamie just came back. Okay, cool. Oh, we'll, uh, get so we'll get back. We'll get back to, to Jamie. Alex. But yeah, so uh, give me your five teams, and then we'll decide one to, for you to defend. Okay, number four. Number four, I'm going to go with the Los Angeles Rams. I feel like Stafford uh, has kind of been iffy. I think okay. the offense is rough. Number three. Going to go with the Denver Broncos as well, just because okay. Russell Wilson he hasn't shown anything to me since leaving Seattle. Okay. Number two. Um, I'm going to go with the Giants. Even though that offense is approved, Daniel Jones, that money does not wow. deserve to be in his back pocket. Wow. Okay. And Saquon leaving is not the best thing for them, and his one-year contract is not going to do anything to help him. Okay, number one. I'm going to go with the Texans, and that's one player. If Stroud cannot prove to me he is the quarterback, then welcome Caleb Williams to the Houston Texans in the 2024 NFL draft. All right, so, yeah, uh, go in a little bit more depth with the Giants. Uh, that uh, is... uh, Jamie dropped out, by the way. Uh, Jamie's back out. All right, oh. so, so, yeah, give me a little bit more in depth on the Giants. I mean, Saquon, yeah, he's on a one-year deal, but he is still there for that season. Yeah. Um, I, I don't, <laughs> I don't buy that uh, the Giants would be number two uh, of the worst teams in the league, uh, even with Danny Durps as their quarterback. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty bold. That was, I'm liking that uh, bold. Uh, that was a bold statement of the podcast. Bold statement of the podcast. I just that, that I, definitely needed some of that bulletproof coffee because <laughs> it had bold flavor. Do not forget about our affiliate links in the Spotify. Yep, yep, yep. All right. So basically, until Jimmy gets back, I'll go ahead and I'll give you my five. Uh, so my number, f- uh, you know, actually, you know, since we got a little bit of time, let me remind you guys, you know, what I went with uh, was last uh, last week. I had the Rams at five, the Bucks at four, the Texans at three, the Cardinals at two, and the Raiders at one. Welcome back, Jamie. Welcome back, Jamie. Basically, before you drop again, let's go ahead and get your five. (laughs) Yeah, man. Yeah. It seems like it. Um, So, yeah, Jamie, give me your five, starting at five. Number five. Worst team. Patriots. The Patriots. All right. And number four. The Denver. Broncos. Nice. All right, number three. Indianapolis Colts. The Colts. Okay. All right, you're kind of yeah. It's you're kind of in and out. You're kind of you're kind of in and out there. So you know, basically, if I don't hear it, I'll uh, just like you know repeat. Uh, number two. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tampa. The Bucks. All right, and number one, who is your top of the bottoms? Arizona Cardinals. Ooh, All right. that is interesting. No Texans on that list. I, I mean, to be fair, you know, I, I, I do actually have something to chime in on the Texans. The reason why they are not on the bottom five 
is how much draft capital they put into their defense. I think, yes, Justin uh, C.J. Stroud is going to have issues this year uh, adjusting to the NFL level. But like comic books. Will, Will Anderson on that defense and the other stuff that they've added to that defense is going to keep them in games enough to where it's not full panic mode yet. So it's just enough to be out of the five. To, chi- to chime in, I did find their draft on defense in the first round very intriguing. But even so, you know, I do think they're a long way out to even being back. Well, to I, mean, I mean, kind of the piggyback a little bit with Jamie on that. You know, that defense did show some flashes of being all right last year because uh, they almost beat Dallas. Yes. All right. And that put the, the, that put the fear of God and the Cowboys fan. I know. Yeah. Uh, but uh, so, uh, so that was, that was the nice thing. Uh, I mean, looking at everything before I go ahead and uh, do my five, you know, it looks like uh, a lot of consensus is Denver at four. Uh, <laughs> it seems like with you guys, uh, we definitely are seeing and New uh, England at five. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I am, I'm going to go, you know, just uh, go ahead and I will start things off. Uh, God, yes, uh, basically four and five is definitely uh, the hard part here. But my number five is going to be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, I just think that uh, they aren't doing much of anything. I mean, a Baker, yeah, is going to, you know, do a little bit, but... It's like, which Baker are we going to get? Are we going to get the Baker that just got off the plane in Los Angeles? Or are the we going to get two years ago? Are we going to get the Baker that, I mean, you know, was having issues with Odell? You know, that could hit the broad side of a barn. I, I would love to see Baker Mealfield. Baker Mealfield. Baker Mealfield. Yes. Feed that man. Tampa Bay is hoping for the Baker Mayfield that decimated the Stellars and made a salty Yinzer uh, go yeah. top 13 in the gaming on YouTube. Yeah, I've so. always wanted him to do, I've always wanted him to do good. It's just, I don't know. I don't think he's ever going to try. I don't think he's... Uh, he's a low-budget Sam Darnold. No. I disagree with that. Um, before his injury, he was he was looking at uh, like the top three of that draft class. I'll give you a difference, Sam. I mean, he could have been Sam Bradford. Yes, class cannon. Yes, uh, but uh, but uh, so yeah. So that's the Bucks. Uh, number four is the Rams. I I definitely see the Rams just sucking. Uh, sucking like they uh, did movies in college. Uh, Definitely the team most likely to rub up them tanks on purpose. Yeah, I I mean, this, you know, the common thread with all five of these guys, uh, well, actually, you know, I was going to say all five of these guys. No, um, they're... So Queen Street? Well, I was going to say they're all just, you know, they all just a little suck. Uh, but no, uh, so the Colts, I definitely see them just, it's it's going to be a long year for Indianapolis. Long year. Um, the Colts are going to be the Dyson vacuum of the league. They'll never stop sucking. Oh, um, but uh, I, I don't see Jonathan Taylor, I don't see a deal getting worked with, the Colts with Jonathan Taylor? No. Before week three. <laughs> the no, it, it feels like I could have done it all. 
Is he's going to be worth? traded before the deadline, and then he'll get a deal. No, I'm not I'm talking about a deal. Point. I'm not talking contract. I'm talking trade. Yeah. All right. I see. You know, I don't see him getting. You know, or the Colts getting one anywhere near the da- draft capital they want. And uh, if it's somebody that really gives them that draft capital, they're a fucking fool. Houston. Uh, it will be Houston. They got. Uh, they got Pierce. You know, it's going to be a team team that is absolutely in panic mode. All right? There's something that's going to be... I will dare say that the team that is going to probably trade and get Jonathan Taylor (laughs) is going to be someone stupid like the Raiders. Why? Because they don't see Josh Jacobs coming back. They see Josh Jacobs holding out. You know, so it would be someone like them that's like, hey, we need to win or come back or anything like, you know, come back and have stuff like that. That's going to be the team that takes uh, takes Jonathan Taylor, who, not going to lie, is only playing off how he did two years ago. All right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Last he did, year he, he regressed. Did, you know, last year he was playing hurt. Last year he sucked Man. compared to the year before. Yeah, he was, you know, two years ago, he was, he was compared, he was compared, two years ago, he was compared to King Henry. Either way. By the way. So that's number three. Number two is Houston. All right. Don't have and to say re- more. You don't yeah. have to say more. Basically, Houston's going Houston. Yes. <laughs> Put that on the t-shirt. Houston will Houston. All right. Number one is going to be the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, I really see that and... Not going to say it's because of their player ability, but I honestly see Arizona sucking. Fire sale. Hard. Fire sale, right? Not even. All right. Uh, One, Kyler Murray, I think his contract goes up, uh, comes up this year. Do you think they're moving? No, I don't see them moving. All right. Because, I mean, what team's going to get Kyler Murray? What team is going to want to get a guy on the last year of his contract coming off of ACL surgery who has a documented uh, ethic, work, work ethic, ethic that sucks. You're not going to get anybody. You're not going to well, yeah, unless Vegas. That, Vegas would be that team. Vegas would be that team. Vegas already has Jimmy G. You know, Jimmy, they, G's, Jimmy G's a bridge gap, man. I know Jimmy G's a bridge gap. Almost but, Jimmy, but Jimmy G's a better option than uh, than uh, than uh, fucking uh, Kyler Murray right now. Kyler Murray's probably not going to be there until week 10 anyway. All right. Uh, plus, you have James Conner, who's you know, been injury prone the last couple of years. Injury prone and and a bit even though handsy, you know, like bit dropsy. And I mean, even though he ain't missed games, he's still been playing hurt. You know, and they got rid of their best player, uh, in DeAndre Hopkins. To be fair, James Conner also plays like an inflated fraud. It's dropsy. But either way, you know, so I see them basically dropping everything this year. They're gonna lose Kingsbury. You know, they're going to start with a new coach, new team, you know, new quarterback. And <laughs> I new front office, too, because I think time's gone, isn't yeah, it? They're probably gonna, yeah, they're probably going to get rid of everybody. They're going to clean house. Hell no. You know what they might do? They might move the team to Mexico City. Yeah, because you can't go to L.A. anymore because the L.A. Extreme is gone. Well, I'm just saying, well, I mean, L.A.'s, you know, L.A.'s, LA, LA's anyway. got Rams and the uh, artists still, forming in the San Diego. But I mean, 
you know, that's, you know, that's kind of, you know, that's kind of our show. Um, so, uh, basically, uh, speaking of, of our show, um, do not forget to go to fanatics.com. Use the code SUMMER for 25% off your purchase. Basically, get yourself a winner's jersey, not one of these clowns from any of these. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson. You know, get yourself a nice jersey or a nice hat. <laughs> the Bijan Robinson uh, jersey. They also yeah. have baseball cards. I recently bought a baseball card with the Orioles uh, four players on the front wearing their ones, one pieces on there. It was pretty funny. And they also have WWE merchandise as well. Uh, do not forget Woo! to get your Edge 25 anniversary merchandise there as well. He just had his last match in Toronto. Uh, this oh. past week, and speaking of wrestlers, uh, yeah, I just saw news that uh, Edge uh, had too much of a high price to keep his services at WWE, so he might not be done, he might be going somewhere else. Okay, yeah, yeah. I all mean, all the power to him, yeah, you know, so. maybe, but yeah, yeah that would be Christian. at another podcast at another time. But uh, definitely, uh, thank you guys for uh, coming out. Yeah, you know, thank you guys always for being there and uh, you know doing uh, doing this wonderful podcast. As we're going to uh, next time on the podcast, we will talk fantasy. You know, uh, you know, what's your fantasy? Uh, you know, uh, well, that, yeah, don't answer oh, that. Pie. Oh, pie. Don't, 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 don't answer to that, uh, Cobra. But, I like uh, pies. We're gonna, you know, basically break things down. Um, you know, players that we definitely are gonna go after on fantasy football. That's you know gonna be our next uh, next podcast. Uh, so uh, for Cobra, for Ben, I am Ricky. Thank you, uh, Alex and Jamie, for uh, joining in from the podcast this week. Uh, we definitely look forward to having you guys on again. And to all of you guys who are listening out there in the uh, radio world. I'm wishing you a good night, good week, and always a good, good season. season. And remember, don't get eliminated. Not yet, not yet. We're not in playoffs. We're not in playoffs yet. That's hey, the playoffs. Hey, I'm playoffs. Playoffs. He's I listen to the Cowboys. Uh, don't don't hey. talk about the you know, don't talk that's yeah, not yet. We're not we're not we well I mean to be uh, fair, right. you know, we're talking, you know, we were talking to Colts and Texans and everything. Their seasons are pretty much over. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah Colts they're... and Texans, you've been eliminated. Yeah, bye bye, brown bread. You're toast. All right. You guys have a great night. Have a good night. <laughs>